Welcome back to my podcast. I'm Ali, and this is the Ali TV podcast, Healing and Self-Improvement. What's up, you beautiful souls? Welcome back to my podcast. But before we get into today's episode, y'all already know the drill. (laughs) I'm gonna need you guys to head over to my Instagram and give me a follow so that you stay updated on future episodes. My link tree is also in my Instagram bio and my link tree has all of my uh, socials and platforms. My Instagram is Ali underscore TV. That is A-A-L-I underscore TV. So y'all, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, So today's episode, we're going to be talking about the art of being alone. God is preparing you, not punishing you. Here's what being alone taught me. So I know, you know, we all hear the word alone and everyone has different emotions about the word alone. But in today's podcast episode, I'm more so going to be talking about being alone from a standpoint of going through a spiritual awakening. So today we're going to be talking about being alone. And um, like I said, from the standpoint of having a spiritual awakening, because this is what happens when you have a spiritual awakening. Before your awakening Nine times out of 10, most of the people that are in your life, they are a reflection of the lower version of yourself. Um, And then once you start your spiritual journey and you ascend to a higher consciousness of yourself, um, everybody's just not going to be able to come with you. And there are so many negative traits that come that we inherit when we have huge quantities of people around us. So the thing about the spiritual awakening, this is the time God is trying to get you alone to talk to you. God wants you to be able to know God's voice from everyone else's voice. A lot of us, we go through life and we don't even listen to that inner voice within us because we have so much outside influence. We have a million and one friends around us and half of them don't even need to be around us. Um, We're watching the wrong things in the media, on TV, what we're listening to, just everyday outside influence that we are indulging in. Um, before our spiritual awakening, nine times out of 10, it's just not for our highest good. It doesn't serve our highest purpose. It doesn't serve our higher self. So a lot of the negative traits that we inherit when we have huge quantities of people around us are things like codependency, um, not trusting your own intuition. And we have, we end up in a lot of karmic cycles. So like I said, this is a time that God wants you to be able to know God's voice from everyone else's voice. And this is so important. And I didn't realize how important it was until I was in the thick of it. I used to be one of those ones before my spiritual awakening. I had like five friends to check in about things. I had like I had my friends, my parents, uh, this person over here. I had so many people that I was going to to check in about my dreams. Like if I, if an opportunity came across for me to do something, I had to go text my friend about it. And nine times out of 10, they're not happy for you anyway, because the thing about it is a lot of people are not happy in their own everyday lives. So it's not even just for some people like, yeah, I'm a hater or I'm jealous. Like they just honestly do not know how to be happy for others when you can't even wake up and be happy for yourself so it's like you and then a lot of people 
Um, a lot of us, myself included at one point, we operate from just very fear-based. So you'll go check in with your friends about this big opportunity and their minds are driven off of fear. So they're going to project that onto you. So before you know it, you self-sabotage by not taking the opportunity because you're so tapped in with everyone else's thoughts instead of going within and asking yourself, self, should I take this opportunity and waiting for God to give you an answer? So, um, um, so codependency, not trusting your own intuition and karmic energies. And if you don't know what karmic energies are, karmic energies are basically just um, recycled energy from past lifetimes that you are working through now. So a lot of the stuff that we are going through now, we are healing, um, we're healing past karmic cycles. So when God prepares you through isolation, we feel punished. We feel punished because we are being stripped of our comfort. And half the time that comfort is codependency. Like like I just said, we need someone for everything. We have to check in with someone for everything. You guys, it was so bad. Like there was literally, I couldn't, I don't think at one point I could blink my eyes. <laughs> At one point, I really don't even think I could wake up and blink my eyes without having to ask my mom, mom, should I do this first? And you know, a lot of our parents, like once you get to a certain age, your mind is pretty much just closed off. Because think about it, you've been going through life uh, pretty much all your life. And most of our parents are, you know, 40, 50, 60s. And think about being up into your 60s and you have gone through life doing things a certain way with the same mindset. That's all that they can give you. And so it, it was, it was, it was really bad, you guys. I just, there was a lack of intuition. Like I, I didn't even know what my intuition was really. Um, we, and, and like I said, that goes into never really making our own choices. And because we're so busy listening to what we think everyone else thinks that we should do. So also, something that being alone taught me throughout my spiritual journey, it was no more trauma bonding. It wasn't until I had the time to really step back and evaluate things that most of my friendships, that I realized that most of my friendships and most of my relationships, it was just purely out of trauma bonds like I literally had this one friend we bonded off the simple fact that we were both having men issues and so what happened with that was there was a point in time where I was really ready like I was I was ready to break up with my ex I was ready to get on with my life I'm like I'm tired of the toxicity it was really at the height of my spiritual awakening I'm like I don't really want to indulge in that but the thing that happens when you trauma bond with people off of certain things and then you go, okay, I don't really want to deal with that anymore. And then you have time to step back. You realize that the friendship, there's almost nothing even in common for you guys to talk about anymore because now you can see clearly with your eyes open, you know, that, um, we, we only had certain things in common of low vibrational trauma bonding, low vibrational events. And then when you have that one person that's trying to ascend in life and reach their higher self, it's just like, eh, sis, the stuff that we was talking about before, it really does not interest me. It, there is no connection. And I think that was, that was a hard realization to come to that most of my relationships, it was from um, just pure trauma bonding.
you guys, I want to go back and tap into the codependency and the no trust in your intuition. So I'm basically going to tell you guys um, some things that I did when I was alone during my spiritual journey that helped to heal my codependency. And then I want to go back in and talk about the intuition. Um, some of the things that happen when you are disconnected from your intuition and ways to transform and heal that so that you can listen to your intuition better. Because that's really the whole point of God having you alone so that you can listen to God's voice. Your intuition is the cord that connects you to your to the to the universe. Um your intuition is just God's voice. So codependency. Codependency I don't think codependency is necessarily just a terrible thing. I think it's a ter I think it becomes a terrible thing when it's an unhealthy codependency to things. And I feel like for me, codependency definitely started within my childhood. And then as I went on through life, um, most of my relationships that I were connected to was through codependency. And I feel like it happens, it starts in childhood because for the most part, I grew up in a single parent home. And it's like, I feel like what happens with that is you have this, the one parent in the household and then you are looking to this one parent to meet all of your needs. And you just, after a while, you develop just this unhealthy codependency and you go out into life with this codependency. You know, your boyfriends, friendships, um, um, habits, eating, drugs, whatever, you you just develop this unhealthy codependency to everything around you. So one of the things that helped me to heal my codependency um, during my time alone was doing things alone, just simply doing things alone. Like I, I think I've said this before, you guys, like it got to a point where at one point I didn't even want to go to the Walmart by myself. I'm texting my friend like, hey girl, you up, you want to ride to the store? Like, I didn't even want to walk around Walmart by myself. Like, I, I, I don't, even if it started in childhood, I don't know how things got that bad. It's just this need, I guess, to feel safe and have someone around you because now I think about it and I'm like, nothing in the world could possess me to want to ask someone like, do you want to ride to Walmart with me? Like if anything now, I value my alone time. I value my my drives in the car and I'm alone and I have time to reflect and just going in the store and taking my time and going in and out on my own terms. So definitely doing things alone. This could be, uh, you know, eating alone, shopping alone, hanging out by yourself. Um, I would go to movies by myself. I would treat myself to dinner and sit there by myself. And for the longest at first, it was awkward because I was so in my head still and I was thinking like you know I was so in my head and so when you're in your head it's all about what you think other people are thinking of you so I would sit there by myself and I'm like people are probably thinking like this girl is alone at the dinner table like what like she's lame what is she doing but the more that I did it hell I was looking at the large crowded families in the restaurant like mm-mm kids are crying things are flying across the restaurant <laughs> like I'm like I actually enjoy sitting at this table by myself enjoying my meal um I would either take a book with me or my airpods so that I could listen to like a nice podcast and you guys it really does become fun doing these intimate things by yourself like going to movies and going out to eat like it really does become fun doing them by yourself and it's just the more that you learn how to do things on your own I think when you do start to attract people into your new experience um 
I don't know. I, I think you'll just appreciate the experience more um, having someone there with you. Another thing that helped me to heal my codependency during my time alone was to step out of my comfort zone, new and bold. And that even goes back to the eating and shopping and hanging by myself. That was really me uh, stepping out of my comfort zone. I think a lot of times, um, cause I was someone, I grew up very shy and reserved. And so doing things alone terrified the absolute shit out of me, but doing things with others, it kind of took the load off. Like I wouldn't do things like do a silly dance in, in public by myself. But if I had someone there with me by my side, there was like this comfortability, like this safety net, like, okay, I have this person with me. I can let my hair down and be myself. But it's like, uh-uh, you have to know that you can let your hair down and be yourself by yourself. So do things like stepping out of your comfort zone, new and bold, try new looks, try new cities, try new food places, um, try going up to other people and talking to them first. Do things that are new and bold and very different. And so, um, so yeah, step out of your comfort zone. And guys, this third step, this third step actually should have been number one. Um, I always tell people self-love saved my life. Self-love helped me to heal my codependency because it helped me to realize that I was whole and perfect on my own. But to get to this point, it takes a lot of reflection. To build self-love, it takes shadow work. Shadow work, shadow work, shadow work, shadow work. I will always be an advocate for shadow work. I know some people have their opinions on shadow work, but for me, it was a lifesaver. To, to have self-love, it makes you just look at the world different. Um, so to even achieve self-love, I had to do lots of shadow work. And shadow work... Um, you can do things like journaling and positive self-talk, meditation, prayer, um, mirror work. I love mirror work, you guys. Mirror work, um, basically standing in the mirror um, with positive self-talk, positive affirmations, looking yourself in the mirror, looking in the eyes, and really telling yourself these things and taking these things in. Um, so yeah, that also, the next thing that ties into self-acceptance, um, just basically self-acceptance, it's going to start with healing your inner child. Um, definitely self-acceptance, you have to heal your inner child and you can do that through shadow work because to heal your inner child, it helps you to be in a place of acceptance of where you are currently so um definitely self-acceptance so doing things alone stepping out of your comfort zone self-love self-acceptance and just creating this strong belief um when, when you have self-acceptance and you heal your inner child you create this strong belief and you prove to yourself over and over that you can do things that seem impossible to do sometimes including being alone so those were just some things, um, a few steps that helped me to heal my codependency. So the next thing I want to get into is the no trust in your intuition. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so the first thing about that is no trust with your intuition. You feel disconnected to self. I feel like you're just kind of out here on autopilot like a chicken with your head cut off. <laughs> like you're just disconnected from yourself. Um... 
you're disconnected from source and you need a lot of outside validation that goes into what I was talking about before. Like I had to check in with him, her, them, they, all these people to see what it was that I needed to do for the next step of my life. And the thing about that is other people, like you can be open to people's opinions and advice, but nobody can really give you or show you the roadmap for your life or tell you the next steps that you should take except for you. That's something that, that's a you job. That's something you gotta tap in with your inner self and God for to know what the next steps in the path for, for your life is. Because like I said, a lot of us, the average person, they their mindsets, they operate off of very fear-based mindsets. So um, when you want to go look to someone else like, girl, should I take this? I don't know. Let's say it's like fashion week in New York or something like, oh, they asked me to, to walk in fashion week. Should I go do that? And then here's this person. They've never heard of nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Plus, they have a fear-based mindset. They're going to try to tell you everything that could go wrong. And bam, congratulations. You didn't play yourself out of New York Fashion Week or whatever they call it. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to be connected to yourself. You have to be able to, to know how to go to self and go, you know, self, should I take this trip? And wait for God to give you an answer. So um, one of the things that helped me to tap into my intuition more from dip feeling disconnected to myself was, like I said, healing my self-love, healing self-love and journaling. Um, and you're really going to have to go back to the shadow work for the healing shadow work. Basically, it just takes you back to the beginning of things. It takes you back to the root of the issues. Why? Why am I like this in current day? I promise you that's what the shadow work is going to tell you. I don't know which episode it is on here, but I have an episode where I tap um, more into like healing. I think it's episode seven, actually, healing your inner child and your inner teen. And I talk more in that podcast episode about um, basically what shadow work is. So self-love and journaling. Journaling is very huge, you guys. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, journaling is rated E for everybody. There are so many times where I've had so much mind fog, so much brain fog, and then I go to journal and it's like, just seeing the words on the paper, I end up answering my own freaking questions. So I would definitely say journaling. Journaling helps you to connect back to yourself and it helps you with, um, even connecting to source. And that goes into the next thing, disconnected to source. So one of the things that I had to do to connect me to build a stronger relationship to God was meditation and going back to journaling. I actually, with my meditation routine right now, um, I like to meditate. And then when I come out of meditation, I have my journal. So I go to journal the main messages that I feel like God gave me. And that usually helps me to navigate through my day. Um, so outside validation. For you to be able to not want to seek outside validation, it's definitely going to go into healing your inner child and receiving self-acceptance. Um as a child, I definitely, and I think we all do as children, we all do. Like if you're a child, if you're in middle school and you're picking out an outfit for the first day of school, you want to go to mommy and daddy and you know, oh, mommy, daddy, is this outfit cute? Should I wear this? And it really starts as a child 
where we go out into the world looking for that outside validation. And I feel like to get to a point where you're not looking for outside validation, you definitely 100%, you have to get to a place of self, self-acceptance. You have to accept your past. You have to accept who you are and where you are in the present moment to not to be able to not have to go out looking for validation. Like, ugh, like it's so, like it's, and it's honestly a terrible feeling to go out into the world to seek confirmation that it's okay for us to be who we are. Like, <laughs> like uh, how sick and twisted and just how low vibrational does that feel? Like we want that guy's attention or we have to go to our friend or a parent or we're looking to see what people are doing on TV just to get a confirmation that it is okay for us to be who it is that we truly are, to dress the way that we truly want to, to, to present ourselves to the world the way that we want to. Like it's that's that's a terrible feeling. So definitely um, to kill that need for outside validation, you have to be open to receiving um, self-acceptance. So yeah, you guys, it wasn't until I was really like in the thick of being isolated during my um, spiritual journey that I realized that isolation just brings a new sense of self. You feel connected. You feel more connected to your higher self. Um, You feel like you just are operating throughout life on a higher vibration and you're tapped in with your intuition. And that's the best part of it all because when you're tapped in with your intuition, that that that's a road for you to make better decisions that 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 opens the road to better decision making and um like i said it just it brings a new sense of self because you're doing things alone you're going eating alone you're shopping alone you're stepping out of your comfort zones you're taking the time to practice self love self care self acceptance and within doing that you're just creating this strong belief um, you're, you're just creating this strong belief for yourself that there is nothing that you can't do. And not only can there is nothing that you can't do, you can do it alone. And I feel like once you get to that level also, your inner child, it, it does something different for your inner child. Your inner child is able to trust you more. Your inner child is able to flourish more. You can actually step, it heals your inner child. And it's like you can actually, with a healed inner child, you can actually step into the man or woman that you were meant to be. I tell people all the time, like you cannot step into your God-like self with a wounded inner child. You cannot do that. You cannot step into those high positions in life with with bad unhealthy codependency not knowing how to listen to your intuition because you're so used to checking in with everybody else like you cannot get to a grander scale of things operating in the world like that and you know i just want you guys to really understand that it's not for your punishment source just needs you tapped in source just needs you to know god's voice from everyone else um 
So you're not being punished. You're being prepared. You're going to come out stronger. You're going to come out wiser. You're going to come out sweeter. You're going to come out with um, a better sense of self-love and love for others. So you guys, I, I want you to listen to this podcast today. And if even if you're not going through a spiritual awakening and you are just alone, I want you to know that God is doing something special for you in this season of your life. And do not think because that you are alone, you are not worthy of peace, happiness, joy, love, prosperity. You are worth all of that. And I just want you guys to know that if you are in a season of being alone right now, like God is preparing you. God is preparing you for the next beautiful chapter of your life. Do not look at it as punishment. Look at it as this is a time in my life where I need to take time for myself and, and um, you know, be able to listen to God and really just learn myself. Like, we have so much outside influence. It's like, do we even really know ourselves? Like, do I even really like that? Is that who I even really want to be? Or was I just influenced from the outside world? Like, being alone is a, it's beautiful. That's why the, the title of this is The Art of Being Alone. Because mastering being alone, it's an art. A beautiful one. Art is beautiful. <laughs> mastering being alone is a beautiful process. And I'm not saying because you you can master being alone that you're going to be alone for the rest of your life and that you don't need people and that you don't need a significant other. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there has to be a time in your life that you take the time to be whole so that when you do start to attract those opportunities, those people, that spouse into your life, you're better for your yourself and you're better for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, take When you're alone, take the time to reflect on your past relationships and then reflect on your growth. And then just know by the time you start dating again or you start making friends again or that opportunity, whatever it is, you're going to be a whole new person. You're going to navigate through those relationships from your higher self, therefore giving yourself the most, you know, just high grade experience in life. So definitely honor, honor being alone if you are alone right now. Take this time to connect closer to yourself. Take this time to connect closer to God and really just understand who you are and what it is that you want in this lifetime. Being alone is beautiful. Master that and chow. <laughs> I promise you by the time you start, you know, getting back out there again, it's going to be an even better and beautiful experience. So you guys, um, that's the end of this podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for tapping into my podcast. Recording these podcasts really kind of intimidate me. <laughs> So like I had recorded some episodes and I just had them ready to go. And then when it got time to record a new episode, I don't know, like these podcasts just intimidate me, but I enjoy doing it so much. Um, I enjoy knowing that my podcast is helping someone or that it's going to help someone in the future. I really try to take my time um, to write out these episodes so that I am being as, you know, informative as possible for you guys to help you guys heal and um, 
just to give you guys some ideas if you're on a self-development journey. So I thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning into my podcast. Um, you guys do not forget to um, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Ali underscore TV. That is A-A-L-I underscore TV. So we are about to get into the closing affirmations and I cannot wait to interact with all of you beautiful people later. These are the closing affirmations. I am worthy even if I am alone. I am worthy of peace, happiness, and joy. I am whole on my own. <laughs>